Activist's Daily Arrow podcast, where we aim to align ourselves with God's purposes so that we don't miss the mark. My name is Crystal Calkins, and I am an admin assistant for IVED. For Advent, we offer this five-minute reflection to complement our Emotionally Healthy Activist course, which we encourage you to check out on EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com. We hope to help you center on Jesus, his heart for justice and revival, and respond as he would in the midst of COVID, our world's reckoning around race, and systemic issues taking place all over our country. We'll be grounding ourselves in scriptural reflections and then lifting sections from 12 Lies That Hold America Captive and The Truth That Sets Us Free, as well as the anthology, Keeping the Faith, Reflection on Politics and Christianity in the Trump Era and Beyond. Let's begin. We'll open our time with the Lord's Prayer to reorient our vision of who God is as we reflect together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Line number four from Jonathan Walton's book, 12 Lies That Hold America Captive, is that all men are created equal. Here's what Jonathan says about this lie, quote, Subtly, blame and responsibility are shifted away from the powerful, the bystander, the ignorant, and the indifferent. And those who suffer take the blame and shame that comes from all sides. Since we are all equal, then whatever bad things happen must be our own fault, unquote. White American folk religion maintains that equality is real and that one's success comes down to an individual's hard work and effort. But if they aren't attaining success, it's because they aren't working hard enough or they're not doing something right. This does not match up with the reality that we see in front of us, the unjustified police brutality against black people in America who might not have done anything wrong, immigrants who are working several jobs in order to make ends meet for their families while also having their kids at home due to COVID, but are still scorned and told to go back to their country. We may say that all men are created equal is an American ideal. And as Christians, yes, every person is made in the image of God and we should honor all of God's creation, but our systems seem to show otherwise. When I first reflected on this lie, I felt a little overwhelmed. Why isn't the truth of this statement being expressed when it's supposedly one of the core values in the founding of this nation? Why is the image of God not being honored in people with dark skin or who don't have citizenship status? I feel overwhelmed because I know that change has to happen on a systemic level in order for the integrity of this statement to be fully realized. I am tempted to disengage or think, I can't do anything to make significant change, so why bother? In this Advent season, I am reminded that God gave his son to all, not just to those who work hard or think they work hard and deserve him, but to all. There is equality of access to the Father through Jesus. In a world where there isn't equality, this is good news. One of the grounding scriptures for the Emotionally Healthy Activist course is Philippians 2, 1-4, which reads, quote, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, 
having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others." Unquote. In this juncture of political divide and racial tensions, am I valuing others before myself and looking to their interests? Due to COVID, it's easy to turn a blind eye to the needs of others and chalk it up to social distancing. I am tempted toward narcissism, to look only to my family's interests and needs and retreat into my own bubble. Do I even know who in my neighborhood or in neighboring cities are God's image bearers, but they're not being treated as such? How will I find out who my neighbors are and how will I see them? Do I know what their needs are? How is what I have to give or bless them with coinciding with their needs? When we go back to the Lord's Prayer that we prayed to open our time, I am reminded to fix my eyes on He who is our Father in Heaven, He whose kingdom is here, but for whose kingdom in fullness we are interceding for. In His kingdom there is equality of access to the Father through Jesus. Every life is honored as His precious creation, intentional and perfectly thought out. This work is already done for us. God is simply inviting us to intercede for breakthrough in areas that we do not already see it in and to be the answer to our prayers where we are able. Take some time now in silence to reflect on the scripture and to ponder these questions. Who is your neighbor? Who might God be highlighting to you as someone he wants you to reach out to in your neighborhood, where you work, live, or play? Perhaps you already know them, or perhaps you have yet to meet them. Pray for creativity and divine appointments. Do they have a need, or do they simply need to be heard, seen, and affirmed? Pray for the Holy Spirit to show you. We'll end with this prayer. Father in heaven, you are creator of this world and creator of each person. Each person is handcrafted by you and made in your image. Father, help us to honor each person as precious to you and show us how to do that relationally with people in our neighborhoods, our places of work, and our other areas of connection and influence. Help us to look to you in times when we feel overwhelmed by social injustice and violence because of inequality. Teach us how to pray and intercede for these things, and how you may want us to be involved with bringing healing and bringing good news to the systems of this nation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If five minutes was not enough, or you want more, visit EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com for a guide through today's reflection and to get the full podcast where we walk you through practical steps on how to engage with difficult issues in your everyday life. This podcast is part of a larger eight-part course to develop leaders with the character and capacity to meet and lead in the midst of life's most difficult moments with Christ at the center. Check out our Emotionally Healthy Activist course on Patreon and subscribe at any level to get access to the tools and full podcasts, as well as a community of people trying to be emotionally healthy activists every day. Follow IVED Life on Instagram for Daily Arrow updates. Thanks for listening to the Daily Arrow podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Grace and peace to you, yours, and the world. See you tomorrow.